Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. $495. All access membership separate. Terms apply. See website for details. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. You win. You win. Welcome back to the Mike Calta Show. It's 7.52 in the a.m. Who won? What they get? Oh, I'll tell you off the air. Oh, no, you were trying to guess what no. music I was coming back with. No, 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 no. There's something funny off the air. Uh, our phone number is 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. The uh, Ghislaine-Maxwell trial mm-hmm. uh, starts, and let's, uh, I can't tell you how many times... I've seen something that happened in the news. They go, don't be distracted. They're trying to distract you from the trial. Nobody's distracted. We're all going to be watching the goddamn thing. We all want to see Bill Clinton's name and how many times it came up in the book and how many other people are associated with him, including (laughs) Trump. Although I did see, you know, have you ever seen that one where they have the kid who's like uh, almost drowning and the parents looking at the other kid and then there's the dead person under the water? Have you ever seen that meme? No. They do it with a bunch of different stuff, but it had, like, the parents holding the one kid, and it says Omicron uh, variant, and then over to the side, it had the uh, Wisconsin, the Wakasha, uh, um, where the guy ran over all the people yeah, oh, yeah. and stuff the parade, and then down below is the <laughs> Glenn Maxwell uh-huh. thing, whatever, like, you know, but that's what the, the media is talking about mostly is the variant. Yeah, I mean that, that's the thing. The the Omicron variant, which is in South Africa, and uh, they're worried about it spreading. And Fauci's could come here, could not come here. It may already be here. We don't know. And then uh, the uh, the guy in in Waukesha ran over a bunch of people running from another scene, and everybody's talking about that. Yeah, I I would imagine. And then of course, still Rittenhouse and all these things that are there. And they say all these things are trying to distract you from. Uh, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Nobody's going to be distracted. Everybody's going to be waiting for the outcome. In fact, if they put the whole thing on TV, it'll probably be one of the most watched trials, and then years later they'll make one of those American Horror Story uh, redos of it. But I don't think they are. I think the only way that you can actually hear the trial is if you, like, call the hotline, and then you can actually listen to the audio from inside the courtroom, but they're not going to be televising it. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll listen there'll be enough reporting from it that is all we need to see. You know what I'm saying? I'm not uh, oh, no, what do you mean? So the media is going to control it and not show us anything? I don't know. Who is the lady? Uh, she was something in, uh, she held some sort of political office that uh, tweeted about the parade and said, how? Uh, oh, the Thanksgiving I, parade? Y- yeah, she tweeted something about uh, maybe they deserved it or they were asking for it or something crazy. And it's like, who tweets that? What are you talking about? Oh, and people are losing their mind. I, I forget who who she is. Oh, uh, here it is. I just found it on the uh, news feed. Uh, let me see. It's a uh, lady from Illinois, Democratic social media director, who called the Shocker. deadly Christmas parade rampage, blah, blah, blah. Karma, uh, for the acquittal of Kyle Rittenhouse, <laughs> has been fired over wow. a callous and reprehensible awesome. post. Yeah. Wow. Mary... Uh, 
Lemansky. Yep. Yep. Funny. Uh, killing and five uh, injuring, blah, blah, blah. Probably uh, because he probably felt threatened, is what yeah. she said. Jesus. Maybe he felt threatened. It was probably <laughs> self defense. It's actually running from another crime. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, we started off. We never got to it. Let's go to Galvin with today's news. Uh, so, a South African doctor who was one of the first to suspect a different coronavirus strain among patients said on Sunday that the sy- symptoms. Of the Omicron variant uh, were so... What? <laughs> you, you said in the beginning, you were like, I've heard it said different way. You've said it different every time. Yeah, because... It's Omicron. You're saying Omicron, but I haven't, right. even, I haven't even heard that. That's the right way. Says you. <laughs> Says the Greeks. Dr. Fauci is not Greek. <laughs> He's Italian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says He's, it different. He's saying it wrong. I literally have heard it like four different ways. Yeah. What no, do you say? Funny, you said Om- it like, Omicron? Omicron. Omicron. But you said it like four different ways. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm just saying it's but funny. But you're saying you, you're right. You, yes, I am definitely right. Gail Yeah. Gail I was wrong about that. Uh, the variant were uh, so far mild and could be treated at home. The doctor noticed seven patients at her clinic who had symptoms uh, different from the uh, dominant uh, Delta variant, albeit very mild. Yeah. So... Uh, who knows what's Well, going. it's funny you say it like that, Galvin, because that was what was happening in a lot of the articles that I read. The headline was new Delta or a new Omicron variant ripping through South, Af- South Africa. And then you read the doctor's quote, and the doctor was like, yeah, it, the symptoms are more mild than the Delta variant. It just spreads faster. But then you read the headline. It's like, oh, we're all going to die, man. They say you don't lose your smell either on this Yeah. One. So uh, I don't know who wants to talk about it and who doesn't, but has anybody gotten a booster shot yet? I have not. I'm going to get it. I don't think I'm in my window yet for it. I'm in my window, and I have to travel, so I'm going to get it. I'm not going to South Africa. No, don't. But I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna get you it. You get the Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm. I'm getting it for just to, uh, because I've already got the other one. Yeah. Let's just keep going. We'll see. My, nothing falling off my arm yet. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Does your arm hurt still? No, right? No. Yeah. No, the, where I got the shot? Yeah. No, it's all right now. Yeah. I know, so one of my friends, uh, his arm started hurting out of nowhere, and he thought it because he's, he's vaccinated, and he thought it was because he was vaccinated. Turns out at night, his wife was having night terrors, and she punched Punching him. him? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Night terrors. It was one of the, the great things about vacation is not having to get up early, and the kids don't have in school is that I got to uh, chill out with my daughter a lot. Who doesn't like when I snore? Because she just punches me. <laughs> Jesus. She, I mean, she was punch, she punched me in the movie theater. She just feels like that's the way to to wake me up. Not cool. No gentle rubs or no. Hey, Dad, just a whale me right in the chest. My okay. God, man. Thank you. Uh, Buck's defensive tackle Vita Vea was all smiles despite getting one of his front teeth knocked out on Sunday's game as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers handed the Indianapolis Colts a 38 to 31 loss at Lucas Oil Stadium in Week 12. The Bucks improved to eight and three. And their next game is uh, Sunday, December 5th, at Atlanta against the Falcons. I uh, Did you watch the game, Galvin? I did, actually, yeah, because I was watching uh, Red Zone for a little while, and I didn't have an ability to watch the Steelers get pummeled by the Bengals. It's embarrassing now. Yeah. It's embarrassing now. I was telling my wife, Ben Roethlisberger, I love you. You did a great job. And last season, I go, I don't know, is he going to come back? And I thought maybe he's got one more great season in him. Nope. Nope. He <laughs> moved out of the pocket, and he shuffled his feet like his shoes were tied together. Oh, and then no. he fell down over a guy, and I just went, come on. This is, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, he, uh, you know, you get to a point where you got to put But the thing is, they have no 
viable backup that you're going to be like, well, it's time to hand it over to this guy. I mean, no. he's got guys filling well, in. Well, I tweeted, I tweeted out yesterday, uh, hopefully, with the draft and how it goes, uh, we get Carson Strong out of Nevada, who is a 6'4", 225, young Roethlisberger, cannon of an arm, mm. and that's what I'm hoping for. Although Tomlin is saying that he wants a, a veteran. You know, what's Aaron Rodgers doing next mm. year? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But Are you tired of Tomlin yet? No, I think Tomlin's a great coach. Yeah. I think he's doing very well. They've mixed up a lot of their, you know, play callers and the d- defensive guy and offensive guy and all that type of stuff. But really, everybody knows if you don't have a quarterback that oh, is yeah. great, you're not going to be a great team. I, the problem, like those court, they fall off. You fall off so quick. Sure. You see those guys just like literally go from elite to just garbage overnight. Like Rossberg, he stayed probably one season too long. Now, because yeah. last year the Steelers only lost what one game, right. two games, right? Right, and, and it's, not, was, it's not just him either. I mean, yeah. No, no, obviously it's not just him. But you have to have that guy back yeah. there that can handle all that stuff. And like I said, he's great. He did so much for the team, Super Bowls, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, he he stayed too long, and now it's done. Yeah. And they got to make that decision. There's no way he can even think that he's coming back next year. But no, I think he knew. I think he knew he was yeah. stretching it one. Well, and one that's too why long. he said he goes. You don't even have to really pay me. It, it sucks <laughs> they don't already have somebody like in development that's like you know right. backing him up. Right. Yeah, you know they I mean? could say, hey, it's start, time to pass the yeah, torch. Right. Like I said, Mason Rudolph is just—he's not the guy. He's no. not the guy for sure. Uh, anyway, Vita Vita Vea yesterday, and we, I just put a picture of it up on our Instagram, Instagram.com/slash the Mike Count the Show. Uh, Vita Vea got his tooth knocked out when a helmet hit him Ooh. in the mouth, yeah. and they showed it. Uh. His helmet. Was put uh, the face guard was above his nose, and the other guy's helmet came in from the bottom and hit. It. If that happened to me, I would cry, leave, and go for emergency dental surgery. Vita Vea smiled, licked the blood off his lips, and went back into the game. Oh. I don't have that in me at all, at all, I, especially a tooth because you still feel it. Yeah. Like for yeah. like oh, the next yeah. three hours, yeah. you still feel like I had a tooth there, and maybe it took a piece of my skull with oh. it. I don't know. I'd be freaking out. And he just smiled, licked his lips, and went back into the game. That was like early in the game. There yeah. was still a lot of oh. game to go. <laughs> and he was happy about yeah. it. He was like, oh, God. Oh. Well, uh, he seems like a fun guy. How old do you think he is? 23. Yeah, I would say 23, 24. You know what's so funny is I still think I'm a little kid and yeah. football players are old yep. and stuff. I read the He's 26. Uh, you know, I would have been like, yeah, he's got to be like 40-something. Right? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense. They still seem like grown men right. that are like bigger than us. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't weird. like when I watch a movie. And like I, when I watched The Godfather twenty times and realized I'm older than all the sons were in The Godfather. Yeah. I'm older than James Con, I'm older than Michael. I'm older than all. It just bothers me because I realize I'm old. Uh, sticking with sports, the Tampa Bay Rowdies were back for their last appearance of the season in the 2021 USL Championship Final. Unfortunately, they lost oh, to the Orange County oh. Soccer Club 3-1. to one. Apparently, Rowdies are really doing very well because they got to the final this year and last year. I yeah. guess they were set to, but then they didn't have it or something because of COVID, whatever. So, Rowdies are a good team. We all know that uh, there's not a huge, huge soccer following. There is a huge soccer following, but not as big as the other sports here. Mm. But we did have the Rowdies two years in a row. You did have the Bucks. You did have the, the Rays. Like, all of our teams... All of our teams, even the ones we don't watch, made it to the championship. Rowdy yeah. up. Yeah. Rowdy up, rowdy up. <laughs> it does seem weird when they try and throw the rowdies in there with the other teams. We're yeah. talking about the old Champa Bay stuff. Right. Like, it's like, ah. It is true, though. You know it, what I mean? Like, you got to give them the credit. They made it to the championship twice. They're a professional sports team. They've, uh, you know, they, they are 
drawing crowds down there. Yeah. It's, it's just, just not, not as popular yeah. as football and hockey and all that stuff, yeah. I don't know why. It's so weird because I don't dislike watching soccer. Like, whenever the World Cup's on and everybody gets crazy and watches on TV, I enjoy watching it's it. It's just boring. I've, it is, you know. Unless they score. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing is they play so spread out. And, yeah. you know, most of the games are one nothing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't understand how indoor soccer didn't become more popular because that was very exciting. That was a lot yeah. like hockey. There was a lot of you know scoring. There was a lot of stuff happening. You could you know, check people into the boards, do all kind of stuff. But yeah, the outdoor soccer, it's like all right, kick it over here, kick it up, kick <laughs> yeah. it all, go all the way up to their goal, go all the way back to your goal, yeah. go up the other <laughs> side, and it's like come on, guys. There, there, there was a kid that I went to school, high school, David Falconello. He. Uh, he looked like he was like the what you were saying, Gal. He looked like he was like thirty in freshman year of high school. Right. But he used to tell me, I don't know what nationality he was, but he used to tell me he was like, "Do you ever watch soccer?" I was like, "No, I don't watch soccer." And the only way to watch soccer in New York at that time, nineteen you know eighty five, is you had to go, you had to take the channels. We didn't have cable yet. You had to turn it to the to the U. You had to click 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 to the U, and then go over to the other dial and click 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 through until you find the Spanish station. And when he was the first one to ever tell me, did you ever hear a Spanish announcer call a goal? Oh, yeah. Goal. yeah. I didn't believe him. So I went, found it, and I watched a whole half hour of soccer in a different language through non-HD TV static in order to hear them. Finally, when I heard it, though, it was amazing. It was just well, like he had said, yeah. loud. And I was like, oh, my God, it's insane. That's where, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that is, Joe, the only exciting thing about yes. soccer. Yeah. yeah. I used to like the guys that would do the goal. They'd do the goal scream, and halfway through, they'd run out of breath, and they'd take a deep breath and keep going. So they'd yeah. be like, goal, <laughs> goal. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's kind of cheating. You know? <laughs> Uh, the Seminole Tribe has asked a Washington D.C.-based appeals court to uh, stay of a for a stay of a ruling that rejected a gambling deal allowing sports betting here in Florida. We all know we've been on the Seminole app and doing that. We the hard rock that. App. We've also we've donated several <laughs> thousands of dollars to the Seminole uh, Tribe. Through attorneys that for the tribe filed the emergency motion Thursday after U.S. District Judge Dabney Frederick uh, ruled that the gambling deal between the state and the tribe violated federal law. Frederick subsequently refused to uh, to stay her ruling as the tribe uh, uh, pursued an appeal, but it's been working. Yeah, the app is working. So I don't, I don't know how they I don't know how they can enforce it. I don't know what the rules are. So they, if you notice, they came in with the app with no fanfare. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell you about it. Just showed up one day. It was there. And we downloaded, jumped on, and started betting right away. It was all word of mouth. I saw right. it from somebody on Twitter, and I told you guys. And you know that if they want, they they have the money to have a huge rollout, to have a huge fanfare, they could do whatever they want. So they slipped it in, not not thinking that the government was going to notice, but they did a soft opening. They just put it out there to see, probably test the bugs, see how it worked out. It was pretty good, too. Uh, it, it was a little bit glitchy in the first couple of days, then it worked out perfect. Then this story came out in the newspaper where they shut it down, and I couldn't access it for about 15 minutes, and it wouldn't open for me, and my money was in there, and I freaked out for a second, and then I finally got it open, and it worked, and I've been using it ever since. So I don't know, Galvin, if because of the... Uh, uh, I don't know that they can enforce... The, the sovereign laws, like, I don't know. I don't know what the right. situation is. Seems very weird. They yeah, can make a ruling, but I don't know if they can enforce it. I, I made bets yesterday, and, you know, they went through, so. Appropriately, Joe is showing the Flintstones right now. On <laughs> <laughs> That's Fred Flintstone. He can't stop betting. 
Well, maybe show the hard rock. I don't know. Maybe. I the, bet the, you won't so, have this job too much longer. <laughs> the the sports book itself was supposed to be open in November, yeah. and that didn't happen. So, uh, so I, I don't. I had read. I guess the reason that they they were able to launch to begin is because like the servers are located on the Seminole grounds. Right. Mm. But they're saying that you... Tricky, tricky. The fact that the servers are on the grounds doesn't mean you can bet anywhere in the state. So right. that's where, that's where they, they, it comes to where they're fighting over this. I'm I'm confused by the ads. The ads... Yeah. I don't it, know. Am I for it or against? Yeah. Right. Ads well, are. other casinos that are not, not the Seminole the Hard Rock are trying to say that the Seminole should not have the monopoly on Florida that we should be able to, if you're going to have sports betting, we should be able to go in, too, and have our sports books agree. live in Florida, too. And now Seminole drivers say, no, 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 Florida is all ours. Yeah. It's like, you know, Santo Traficante and Donnie Brasco. you got to <laughs> yeah. come down here. Because they're saying they want to take the money out of Florida. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because if, if that opened up, then, then your MGM sports books and your Barstool sports, all Caesar, they can all... Yeah. Yeah. They can all you can all operate in Florida from their servers wherever. And there should be no reason why that's not happening. Yeah, yeah. we should have the ability to uh, open up gambling here in some capacity, and certainly online. Online, you could do it. We've been doing it online for years in other countries. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've been betting. We can bet on everything. So uh, whether the whether it's happening in this state or not, they should definitely be able to open up. But in the meantime. I- the hard work one working fine. Taking my money just like it's just yeah. like to. Yeah. I what were you say, Carmen? I was gonna say I couldn't bet when I was up in Boston because right. I was there for Sunday and I tried it. And but I mean, like I'm coming home. You know what I mean? I live here. Yeah. But yeah, it wouldn't let mm. me bet while I was up there. I was gonna take a break because I had lost so much. <laughs> I continually was losing, losing, losing. But then I started to panic when I thought it was gonna be taken away permanently. So then I was like, bet, 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 right, bet. Right. just in case it was gonna be gone. I didn't want to miss out, and I lost even more this past week. <laughs> That's how they get for you. For some reason, I'm killing it in Fanduel and dying in the other. My parlays are just getting. Killed. I can't get a parlay to save my life. <laughs> I mean, if like, I bet five teams. One loses. I bet six teams, one loses. It doesn't matter how, how it goes. I've been going three-team parlays, and I swear I get two of the three no. every damn time. So I found, a, I, found a little bit, I found a little bit of a glitch, okay? I found something that's a safer parlay. If you go to NHL, and you don't have to be an NHL fan, if you go to NHL, you click on the game, then you click on player props, and then you click on filter, you can actually bet on shots on goal, the number of shots on goal, or assist. Now, how likely is it for somebody to get an assist that's not... Like, just look at the Lightning. You have your, your players that are going to get the assist and they're going to get the shots on goal and all that, and then you have some that are like a, like a headman's a defenseman. I mean, granted, he's a shooting defenseman, and if you're doing it, uh, you know, Pete was saying, yeah, if you go to heavy power play, he's going to be taking shots on goal, you know. But how likely is it that he's going to get an assist? So if you go through each game... And just pick a guy who is unlikely to get an assist and bet no on all of them. That's a, that's a, I hit that probably like three times. It's not a huge payout, but it's it's pretty decent. Two weeks ago, I tried that with football. I thought, how is it possible that Lamar Jackson will not score a touchdown yeah. in the game? And literally, when I bet on Lamar Jackson to have a touchdown... He had the worst game of his career. All the touchdowns were rushing touchdowns, and he did not throw a single touchdown. I did the same thing yesterday with Gronk, although he had a great game. He didn't come near the end zone. He stretched the ball all the way up to the... To the five-yard line, but he, he's the only one that didn't score. I bet, and he had the worst game of his professional <laughs> career. Yeah. Same thing with me. I picked Mike Evans, six-yard yeah. You can yeah. also bet on uh, the touchdown, like who's going to score the touchdown first or yep. which player is going to score a touchdown, yeah. but you can also bet 
no more touchdowns yeah. or yeah. no touchdowns, like which Nick is Gaines. always crazy because, you know, uh, obviously there's probably going to be touchdowns, but if there's just a bunch of field goals, then you can win a bunch of money. And you can bet uh, in as the game's going on. Yeah, yeah. You can look at the score and be like, I bet you Minnesota's going to win this game. And, you know, you'll, your odds are less, but it's still, it's, it makes it so much more fun. Yeah. You can also cash out yeah. the game. And then- yeah, yeah. Push it to something else. You're a pussy if you do that. I tried to do that and it didn't work either. Yeah, don't do, don't do that. <laughs> Lost again. They'll you be like, really... hey, we'll give you three bucks back. Yeah. yeah. You really got to post your bets, Gio, so people yeah. can pay you uh, to know yeah. what you bet on so they can mm. bet opposites. It's it's the worst. You're the opposite of Vegas Dave. Yeah. You're, you're Land O'Lakes Gio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, over the weekend, authorities at the Miami International Airport discovered a stowaway in the landing gear of a plane flying from Guatemala. The man was in a daze, but able to sit and talk to first responders. We have some video up on Bone TV of him uh, getting out from underneath the plane. Flew all the way from Guatemala. Are you crazy? And I don't understand. If, you, if you're in the uh, wheel well, you're, you're subject to the weather up there well, here and is, the oxygen. Here is the aviation expert uh, John Day talking about the risk of surviving inside a plane's landing gear. Take a listen to this. So you've got these four huge wheels in this massive landing gear right here. And when this landing gear retracts, probably less than a foot of space wide to really fit into. It's, it's an incredibly narrow space where somebody's just going to be almost in the fetal position for five and a half hours. He'd have to kind of be slumped over to survive. And if the plane hit any kind of turbulence, I mean, it'd be like riding a roller coaster without a seatbelt. Oh, no way. Yeah. yeah. How sure, bad is Guatemala? Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Real bad. Right. Uh, I, uh, I, I heard it was two and a half hours. Like I said, five hours. I heard it was two and a half hours that he was in there. And but what is the oxygen level at that height? Yeah, like it can't it can't be easy to breathe up there. I no, not a chance. No, and then I'd just be afraid to get crushed in there. The wheels close up or come out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Galvin brought up a great point. How bad is Guatemala? How bad is Cuba that you'll put a whole family on a board and ship them over to yeah to the Keys? No, that's thank why, you. That's why when people are getting mad at uh, the migrants. And you go, uh, oh, letting them all in this country. Think of how bad it had to be where they're coming from in order for them to go through the, the this guy hiding in a wheel well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Think about where, how bad their country has to be, how bad their life has to be over there. Mm. Uh, so this, uh, speaking of planes, uh, someone posted a screenshot on Twitter that appears to show a Delta pilot sending a message to air traffic control. Uh, we have it up on Bone TV about a passenger who refused to stop breastfeeding her cat. Oh, my God. Yeah. It supposedly happened on a recent flight from Syracuse to Atlanta. The message says a passenger in seat 13A was breastfeeding her cat and refused to put it back in its carrier when they asked her to. A flight attendant on TikTok seemed to confirm the report, but then deactivated her account before she pulled it down. Her post said the woman was swaddling her cat in a blanket with her shirt up trying to get the cat to latch on <laughs> and the cat was quote screaming for its life <laughs> what in the world at first I was going to say who cares if she's breastfeeding the cat I mean weird take a picture of it and tell your friends about it but who cares <laughs> that that would drive me nuts yeah, yeah. oh my god she was trying to force her. Why is your cat screaming? Because it won't latch on to my breast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. A uh, 49-year-old woman in Australia named Rachel Perry pleaded guilty earlier this month of stealing real money from an animal hospital so she could play slot machines online, <laughs> which didn't even pay out actual cash. 
Uh, you might know the games. You pay actual cash for credits or money in the game, but usually due to legal reasons, the winnings are more credits or digital rewards. It's not actual cash that you can cash out. Well, Rachel was an account manager at the vet hospital, and it wasn't uh, just a few hundred bucks. She made 475 fraudulent transactions over three years to embezzle more than $671,000. Wow. Uh, and she does have a serious gambling problem. Maybe that's why they won't allow all these things. Uh, she'd uh, she'd feed a bunch of money into the game, and then she would just have the slots auto-run while she slept. Oh, my God. Yeah, so she wasn't even actually winning money. She wasn't actually even playing. She just had it running automatically. Uh, she was charged with 25 counts of computer-related fraud. She's looking at prison time, uh, but she hasn't been sentenced yet. So I used to, I used to years and years and years ago, go to, I think it was sportsbook.com. Wasn't that the one that, that held your money up, Calvin? Um, maybe, yeah. But they had an online casino there. And I had that you'd like put in money and they would match your first thing. So I right. put like a hundred dollars and I have two hundred dollars. I got I got that up to like two thousand dollars on a slot machine one time, and then I went, oh, all right, well here's the true test: cash out. And I cashed out, and they said, you know, it was before they were just depositing everything in your account. They had to mail you a check, and I'm like, I'm never going to get this check. I paid an extra fifteen dollars. I got that check the next day. Yeah, oh, I saw it the next day. I was well, like, that oh, was <laughs> what was so great about that because I remember I I bet on the Tyson fight, uh, Mike Tyson versus Kevin McBride, and uh, uh, whenever I put money in, they were like, "Hey, you get extra bonus," and it was whatever twenty five bucks. So I started playing blackjack, and I got it up to like eighteen hundred dollars or something, yeah. and cashed it out. And they sent a check, and they did that like three or four times. They sent the check, and it was there within a week. And then the one time they were like. Uh, we need your driver's license. We need your social security card. We need your foot size. We need you to fax this to the Library yeah. of Congress. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? And you can't. There's nowhere to go and knock on the door. I finally got my money out of it, and then I never bet on there again. <laughs> That's the thing. They'd scare you away after that. Like, now, like, now I'm not, I'm not, I just won't go back again. Yeah. You know? uh, I have a hot or not for you guys. Oh, good. And it is a Florida woman. Ooh. She was arrested on Sunday after police say she walked into a Citrus County home undressed herself before hugging and sitting on multiple people, <laughs> including several who were over 65 years or older. Uh, police say 35-year-old Heather Cruz walked into a Citrus County home through a side door. Once inside, she removed her clothing, exposed her genitalia, yeah. before she grabbed and hugged the homeowner. Uh, when Cruz was told to stop, documents say that she sat on the lap of two other residents while naked, saying, quote, you like it, uh, to the victims. <laughs> Police say two of the home's occupants then attempted to remove Cruz uh, through the front door. At that, that time, still nude, Cruz reportedly grabbed their testicles oh. of another in individual and uh, several made several uh, sexual remarks. When police arrived, Cruz put her, uh, refused to put her shirt back on, kicked one of the officers as he attempted to handcuff her. Uh, handcuff her. Whenever other officers arrived, she kicked another one. Uh, Cruz now faces uh, three counts of battery on a person 65 years or older because she sat on him. Uh, two counts of battery on law enforcement. One count of resisting arrest with violence. Burglary with battery. Exposure of sexual organs and battery. Uh, she was transported to the Citrus County Detention Facility and held on a $48,000 bond. Okay, so she's from Citrus County. She is 35 years old. She's walking around naked, sitting on people, telling them they like it, grabbing testicles, kicking hey. cops. Uh, I ask you, Mike Kelta, hot or not? Man, you first you lost me at Citrus County. Yeah. But then a Citrus County 35-year-old, 
She probably was hot at some point. I'm going to say she's hot. You say hot. Gio, yeah, what do you say think? Hot. I say Citrus County, no way. No? <laughs> yeah, right. back in the day, I met a couple uh, of hot Citrus County girls. Yeah, but not now. Not All right. Now. All right. Uh, Spanish, what do you got? I think she's a cave troll. Cave troll? Right. Yeah. All right. And Carmen? Yeah, she looks like a boulder. Oh. <laughs> a boulder person. Mike is on an island. He says yep. hot. The rest of you guys say gross, cave troll, boulder, no way, Citrus County. Uh, <laughs> Pap, Pap, show the picture. Oh, man. Look there at this. she is. Not bad. Uh, I mean, I'd let her sit on me naked. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not hot, but no, not, but not ugly. Not a boulder. <laughs> no, yeah, kind, of, I, kind of shaped older. like one. Well, I bet you, at one point, uh, when yeah. she was naked, they were pretty happy. That's a Citrus County like nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And when I say she's thirty-five, I bet you she was hot at one point. Yeah, yeah. I think I win this. All right. There you go. Give my prizes. Uh, A 78-year-old guy named Robert Dvorak uh, went into a gym last Thursday morning and wanted to use a specific machine, but someone else was using it. Uh, Not sure what type of machine it was, but two sisters were there working out, and uh, they got sick of waiting uh, for that. He got sick of waiting for them to finish. So while one of them was still on the machine, he sat down on top of her (laughs) so he could use it. Yeah, so we got that lady sitting on people, this guy sitting on people. Uh, then he pushed the other sister away and tried to uh, step, when she tried to step in and help, police got involved and witnesses confirmed Robert was the aggressor. He is now facing charges for battery. Here's a picture of Robert. What did I do? I just want to work out. <laughs> it was a thigh machine. It was no big yeah. deal. Oh. Uh, way to go. Uh, you probably saw this story over over the break. Uh, 27-year-old webcam model in Georgia. I'm not playing hot or not because webcam model she's probably hot right yeah. uh in georgia accidentally shot herself in her lady area oh yeah her bathing suit area. it's unclear what Holster. she was doing but it sounds like she was recording some sort of video when it happened Ooh, what if she's doing like like richie aprile yeah, oh, uh, there, by the way there she is on oh, tv okay. yeah not mad at her 27 oh. yeah ouch Beep, beep. I'm not mad at her, beep, but beep, she, beep, is she in her first beep, trimester? Beep, beep, beep. Oh, yeah. She got her baby bump? Yeah. Plus, she got blown out privates now. <laughs> Literally blown <laughs> out. Literally blown yeah. out. Zooey. Uh, Walmart in Canada has pulled a dancing cactus toy. Why? It's a toy. It's a dancing cactus. Oh, well, man, I can't wait to hear it. It apparently sings. Two, it uses swear words. Oh. And sings a little bit in Polish about doing cocaine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's some video of it up on, on Bone TV. I know what Carmen's getting for Christmas. <laughs> but apparently a Polish woman bought it for her kid and just so happened, you know, you're listening to it and she's Polish and she speaks Polish. And it's some song that the Polish artist didn't know they were using for this dancing cactus. But it talks about using cocaine and all kind of stuff. So, yeah. Not good. Awesome. Imagine being a little Polish lady walking through Walmart yeah. <laughs> and just hearing, what? Wait a second. Uh, okay, so we work in radio. I think we would be smart enough to catch this. You know, whenever somebody calls in and they're doing something, we're like, eh, wait a second, you're being sneaky and trying yeah. to do this. Well, uh, somebody called into a uh, radio station and uh, started sneaking in around 20 different punk band names <laughs> to the host until they finally figured it out. It was on WSMN. Uh, and big smirn. You can hear a bunch of the different ones that they uh, mentioned in here, but I think immediately we would know. Take a listen. Enough of that Fugazi. A lot of these people, they just got bad brains, and they're misfits who wave black flag. They're practically anti-flag. You know, I think we need to converge and help the youth of today. 
Every time you blink, 182 kids, they go missing. <laughs> we need to rise against, or, you know, they're going to have to deal with the fallout, boy. Yeah, I boy. I love that. They're going to have to deal with the fallout, boy. Uh, you know, they're going to have to deal with the fallout, boy. Yeah. I'll let you guys go. Uh. I'm going to head out. I'm going to go catch some real big fish. I hope you guys <laughs> Are you going to ha- eat that really big fish for your Thanksgiving? Gross. Oh, uh, gross. Shut up, idiots. <laughs> he got you, dummy. That's crazy. Uh, I got to tell you, I think a lot of us have found the perfect job. There is a poll. I'm still found- looking. Well, listen, <laughs> the perfect job would be. 26 hours a week. We technically work less than that. Yeah. You know, like on air. So we're oh, 20 hours a week. Yeah. You know, uh, pays at least $60,000, offers 29 vacation days, which we have plenty of, you know, vacation days and stuff, uh, and have a 17 minute commute. Oh. I think we nailed them. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, what, what, give me the requirements again. So 26 hours a week. Nail it. We do less than that. Pay at least $60,000. Nailed it. We do that. Offers 29 vacation days. Nailed it. Uh, including your birthday, which we could totally take our birthdays off sure. if we wanted to. And have a 17-minute commute. 17 step. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Best job ever. We did it, guys. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, yeah. Yeah. everybody. Way to go, everybody. Yeah. Good job. I think I got one out of the five. Yeah. That's what? good. I feel good about that. 17-minute commute. 17-minute commute. I'll take that. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Don't be sad. Musical theater legend Stephen Sondheim died on Friday. He was 91 years old. The composer and lyricist was widely regarded as one of the most influential figures in musical theater history. At 91. That's a good life and good career. Yeah. Uh, he uh, started his career as a lyricist in the hit musical West Side Story and Gypsy. Uh, some of his early successes uh, with both writer for both music and lyrics included Company, Follies, Sweeney Todd, uh, Merrily We Roll Along. In the 80s and 90s, he also did uh, Sunday in the Park with George and Into the Woods. One of, one of the weird things is that when he died, I looked up what his most famous works were. And I was surprised that he was so popular to me, and I know his name. And I don't know any of his. I didn't see any of his stuff. I mean, a couple. I, I love West Side Story, and they're making a movie that he's West not Side get Story. To see. You know, Sweeney but, Todd. You yeah, know, but that was Into it. the Woods. I don't know Into the Woods. That oh, was Into the Woods. I, they just made a movie a few years back with uh, Meryl Streep and that little fat late night guy James Corden. Yeah, I didn't and know Emily Blunt. I, I I didn't even recognize a lot of the names. I was like, wow. I thought I'd know. I thought I'd know more. Yeah. Yeah, but I knew. I mean, I know he's a, a legend. I yeah, but th- was... think also, if you have two hits on Broadway, sure. that's unbelievable. Sure. Yeah. You know. That's, be... a, that's a great career that he had uh, for so long, award-winning, changed so many people's lives, launched careers, uh, you know, and, and it certainly, and then to live to 91 to enjoy all of that's pretty good. Although you're just dead just days before they roll out the West Side Story movie, but you know, right. I, I think he's fine with that. Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Defensive lineman Curly Culp, who helped the uh, Kansas City Chiefs win their first Super Bowl during the fourteen during his fourteen year NFL career, died Saturday of complications from pancreatic cancer. He was seventy five years old. Uh, He had announced uh, uh, this month that he had been diagnosed with stage four cancer. Mike Kelta picked him up. Brace yourself, people, for this one. This is fantastic. Mike Kelta picked him up as an emergency pick. 
and he now has 372 points because he got 60 points from old Culp there, which puts him tied for first place with me, 372 oh points. Gosh. That is unbelievable. We are tied. That is unbelievable. We, We've never been this close, let alone a tie. I know. And, so, and with three weeks left. By the way, I text uh, John Brennan the other day. I go, what is the deal with JR? Is he still here? Is I, <laughs> him, like, what is going on? Is he still working here? Oh, no? JR is here, yeah. Uh, so uh, the standings right now, Papap, who Gio did not want to play, has 111 points. He's in last place. Carmen has 172 points. Gio, who has not won the Death Bowl, has 235 points. Tony has 248 points. Spanish, who had the lead for a while, yeah. has 285 points. And now with... Uh, uh, his uh, emergency pick, giving him 60 points. Mike Kelta and I are tied for first place with 372 points. No, I knew that he died, but I didn't know the points. And Galvin yeah. texted me yesterday. He's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tied. Actually, was... it was two words. The first one started with F. <laughs> <laughs> I, was so, I was so happy. So we got a good race going on here. I mean, it's still, it's really right now between you and I, but you never know what could happen in the next couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. There could be some moves. Yeah. Somebody else could slide in there. Oh, something's got to happen, man. <laughs> All I know is better have a bag of cash on the, on the Christmas uh, party. Prize though. pool is up to $1,480. Ooh. Now, Randy Allen had texted me, and he goes, so what happens with the tie? Because we have no contingency plan. I, mean, I, I, I would say if it's a tie, which I don't think it will be, but I would say if it's a tie, the winners split the money. Well, that was something that we said. I said... Do we, just, do we just go flip a coin mm-hmm. for it? Or do we have, you know, uh, he suggested about who has the most dead or the the one with the most points for one death or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. Well, obviously, it's up to the, you know, if you and I are tied at the end of this, it's up to us to try and figure that out yeah. and maybe put some sort of rule in place in case this for happens. Sure. Yeah, which I doubt it will. But Or, you know, it may just, uh, you know. All of a sudden, oh, Pap-Pap cruises man. up from last place to first place. There's old Curly on Bone TV. There he is. Give him rest yeah. in peace, Curly. I miss you. I was watching uh, both of his movies this weekend. No, Everybody no, no. really no. got me. That is not. <laughs> I was like, man. This guy's a football player. Yeah. I got to tell guy. you, I had a few different people on uh, Twitter. They were like, who? Who? And uh-huh. he's a Hall of Famer, man. So yeah. you can't. I love when people are always it's not like. like he's a dolphin. Can you tell me who he is? <laughs> I go, no, but you can use Google all you want. There's, it's free, and it's right there. Uh, curly tail wow. one, not as good as curly tail two. No, no, this, you're wrong, Gio. Now is that the city slickers? The tail of curly's gold. <laughs> yes, yes. Is that what you're that's, talking about. So that's a different movie. Oh. That too. He he was not in that either. Mm. He's a football player and a hall of famer, and you guys should show him the respect he deserves. He's got a bust in Ken. Uh, Yay posted a five-minute video. Oh, if you don't know, that's kind of us. He's 44. Uh, posted a five-minute video where he said he wants to put his family back together and admitted uh, to several failings and stuff. Uh, I'll let him tell you how it's, how <laughs> it's going. Yeah. I, I don't want to speak for Yay. Yeah, yeah. Here he is talking about it. I'll get as far as we can into this. All I think about every day is how I get my family back together and how I heal the pain that I've caused. I take accountability for my actions. New word alert, misactions. New word alert. The one thing that all my successes and failures have in common is me. Let's start with A, alcohol. Yeah. I would drink to take the stress away, to knock the edge off. Drinking affected my health and the health of people around around me because I already had a hair trigger temper and this just heightened it. B, episodes. 
I went into a manic... Ap- All right, we get it. You uncut, uh, You came back. We get it. Uh, where Wait. is that from? He posted it on Instagram. I, I want to. Wa- I really want to hear though. Not now, obviously, but I would do want to hear the whole thing because he's nuts, and I love hearing a nutty guy just have a meltdown. Yeah, I, I, listen, the first thing he should have said was, "I'm losing my goddamn mind because my wife is banging Pete Davidson." Yeah, and, uh, that drives me insane. That is a toughie. Oh. Yeah. Uh, by the way, real quick, Randy Allen checking in, letting you know, Mike, had you not removed Biz Marquee, you'd have a 43 point lead right now. Oh, oh. you. <laughs> you got what I need. Yeah, I know. Uh, listen, I, you never know. I'm, you never I'm, know. Not a, I'm not a psychic. I like that Randy Allen checks in as the real commissioner, not Prohanda. Oh, <laughs> Prohanda's a working man. Yeah, he he Prohanda came in hot last time, man. He did. He did. I love it. Uh, former guest of the show and friend of the show, Faison Love uh, from Elf. You know, he is uh, still trying to wrap his head around Will Ferrell turning down $29 million to do the sequel. He said, quote, I was surprised he turned down that much money, but it must be good to be white. Faison still thinks Bill Cosby's innocent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of being white, remember Jesse Smollett? Yep. His trial for allegedly staging a racial attack on himself begins today. Yeah. Because remember they got it got kicked out, you know, all the 15 charges because of the lady in Chicago was like, oh, I think he's a nice guy and blah, blah, blah. Well, anyways, they're back at it and they're going to charge him, you know, so yeah, his, uh, uh, trial uh, starts today. That's the one that you shouldn't forget about. That was the one that the guy set, sure. it up, set it up, hired guys to beat him up and then have them say that uh, it was Trump. It was a Trump. He was in Trump country or something and, and tried to blame it out and then found out that he staged the whole goddamn thing and they pushed it off for so long and so long and so long. That's the one we shouldn't forget about. That guy should be – then that's going to – he's going to get off with a little wrist slap now because so much time has gone by, but he's the one that deserves to go to jail. Uh, that That's a – I mean, he orchestrated that whole thing. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Said it was MAGA and they were, yeah. yelling, oh, yeah. they were yelling slurs at him right. and find out it was just two Nigerian – yeah, whatever they were all charged with or whatever they were going to go after, whatever he should get charged with, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, you know him, uh, a.k.a. Bobby Bandito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not going to be running for governor of Texas, just so you know. That's probably good. Oh, no. Yeah, he put it out on Instagram. I didn't think he was yeah. going to ever. I don't know what the end game was there of him saying that he was, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Well, I think so many people have said in the past that they would want him to. Right. He's so from he- Texas, and he's, you know, a movie star, so they're like, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah. Meanwhile, he realizes he's just, you know, an uh, actor, and, you know, hey, I'm not going to be governor. Now I think that, now I think I'd vote for him. He's the only one that has common sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, I don't know whether the show will be any good, but I love good singers. Uh, this is a sing-off between Kelly Clarkson and Ariana Grande. Uh, it's a preview for Jimmy Fallon's new show, That's My Jam. Uh, a sneak preview uh, episode airs tonight on NBC. But this is pretty cool. So they go through, and it uh, picks different artists that they have to sing and obviously this is set up for them but uh i guess that's how they do it with contestants and then you have to try and sing the song and whoever sings it better i don't know how it really works but here is it starts out with kelly clarkson singing uh alanis morissette man does she nail it and then it goes to ariana grande and it goes back and forth take a listen Oh, 
and they that really nail it. Fake NBC applause ruins oh, everything. It's <laughs> so hokey. Um, I mean, they're both phenomenal, but you got to give it to Kelly Clarkson. I mean, I would rather touch myself to Ariana Grande singing Mariah Carey. That was pretty hot. Right. But, uh, Kelly Clarkson, I think, is the better singer by a by a hair. Yeah, I, I watched a uh, documentary about Alanis Morissette. I think it's on Hulu, uh, and it was pretty interesting. And it's you forget how she became. So huge. Oh, I, that was right when I started in radio. I won't forget. I mean, I, every song that came out, it was like this that's one what was they said. Than the last they one, said yeah. you could throw a dart at that album and hit a single that was huge. Yep. You know, I and, remember we were playing songs off CDs at the time. I was at FLZ. Yeah, and I played the wrong song, and they were like, um, "Did we play this song?" And I go, "Oh, I think I hit the wrong song." And they were like, it sounds like the other song. Just let it play. And they didn't even shut it. You know what I mean? Like, normally you'd be like, oh, my God, just dump out of it. We just let it play. And nobody said a word. Awesome. Yeah, uh, so many people were listening to that album. Taylor Hawkins, who is the drummer for Foo Fighters, he was the drummer for Alanis Morissette. She put a band together, you know, to go out on the road with them. And they talked to him and talked to a bunch of the band members and were showing all the different stuff. And they showed when he left to go uh, to play with Foo Fighters. But it was really interesting. He said, uh, the one guitarist from there said, he goes, I remember running into Slash. And he said, he was blown away by how much we partied. Yeah. <laughs> he was, you think Alanis Morissette, but he said that, that he heard about how crazy they were partying and stuff. And he goes, it was unbelievable because you have at the time the biggest star, whether she's pop or rock or whatever you want to call her. And he goes, we're in the band and we would just bang every girl that came oh, to that yeah. show. Sure. He goes, it was so funny because she's talking about feminism and women's rights and all this stuff. And meanwhile, we're just picking up chicks and banging them in the <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, that was their that was their deal. They well, had the whole like, band. She headlined the, the was like remember Lilith Fair? Fair. Yeah. 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 Um, did you watch the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I did. I thought it was really good the way they they edited it and they, they did it. Yes. it. Just it jumped right through. You weren't bored at all. Um, I watched. I, I watched a little bit of. I saw Jay Z. I saw Foo Fighters and Carol King. Oh, you I didn't see Go Go's? No, I Go-Go's haven't. Wa- I haven't on great. tape. I haven't watched the whole thing yet. Uh, Drew Barrymore, who is a huge fan of theirs, she was the one who inducted them, and uh, they sounded great. I mean, all the uh, all the performances sounded awesome. Yeah, did Jay Z perform? Uh, yeah. I well, wait. I don't know. Yeah, see, I don't. I, I, I know part, LL did, and Eminem came out and did some stuff with him, but I, yeah, I don't know whether Jay Z did or not. I gotta go watch it. I, I recorded it, but I haven't watched it yet. But I thought it was very good. So here's Carol King, which I'm somewhat interested in, but not as interested as Foo Fighters or Jay Z. Right. And they did her thing so perfect. It was quick. They get, Taylor Swift gave her the love. She got out there and thanked some people, and then uh, and then the other girl came, Jennifer Hudson, sang, and I thought perfect. That was in and out, and I'm not bored. Yeah, so the great thing about it too is the old fast forward button that yeah. I worked on. And and you, you got to give it to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, putting Foo Fighters on last because yeah. nobody was following them. Nope, nope nobody they were great. was following them. And then they did, you know, where they normally do the jam. It was just Foo Fighters with Paul McCartney. Yeah, that was, <laughs> just, that was pretty good. Yeah, too. yeah. Uh, speaking of rock stars, Tony Iommi has re- released "Scent of Dark," his first rock composition since Black Sabbath's final album, Thirteen. The instrumental track ties in with the launch of his signature perfume called oh, Scent of Dark. Because when you think shut of up. perfume, you think of Black Sabbath. <laughs> old man with dyed hair. Uh, here is a little bit of the song so you can imagine. What the this, scent is? Yeah, this is what you would <laughs> smell like in sound. Oh. Smell like a bad Metallica song. Trans-Siberian Talica. Yeah, right? I smell my 
cigarettes. I smell like toenails. I am medicine man. <laughs> yeah, by the way, it's an instrumental. Ugh, Ugh. I imagine it smells like a sweaty weed hat. Yeah. Oh, right. probably. Joe? Uh, <laughs> uh, in a new survey, the average person says they take just 14 seconds to decide if they like a Christmas gift or not, whether they'll be keeping it or returning it or possibly re-gifting it. 60% of people uh, in the survey admit to having returned or re-gifted stuff that they received over the holidays. 69% say they'll pretend to like it, but 19% say they don't have a poker face, so if they're disappointed, people are going to know. 84% say they're always thankful for receiving a gift, even if it's uh, something they don't want. That's how I feel. Well, and also we learned from Seinfeld, if you repeat the name of the gift, then you don't like it, whatever. Because if you're yeah. like, oh, a, a sweater, yeah. sweater, all right, <laughs> you can tell that they don't like it. I, I, I'm liking any gift that I get. I yeah. really am. I'm, I'm still like that. I'll be like, oh, cool, underwear, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like I got extra underwear. Like, I, I will sometimes ask my wife if she even knows me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever, like she bought me a shirt that was like a, forest green shirt and it was like long sleeve and had like three buttons down the front and I go have you ever seen me wear <laughs> like not, not even she long. wanted to start telling you she like, wants you to put sleeve. some color in there I don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you right now uh, my wife is great with gifts she really is she gives thoughtful gifts she uh, gives things that I like but sometimes I gotta I gotta slow her down. Like I, if she would have bought me a really expensive watch for my fiftieth birthday, which is what her plan was, it would have been a great gift. But I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want her spending money on a really expensive anything. Right? There's nothing that I don't that I want that I don't just go buy. And I don't want her to. I I have two really nice watches. I don't need a third one. You know what I mean? I I I appreciate her thoughts going into it, but that we could mu- use that money. It'll be much better spent than something else. Yeah. So, uh, much like Joe, my wife's birthday is right after Christmas. Hers yeah. is on the 29th. Joe's yours on the 30th? Yeah, it stinks. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's true because a lot of times, you know, Christmas comes around, then they're like, oh, birthday. Yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. And it's New Year's. Uh, so, I wanted to get her something really nice for her birthday this year. And I have had an arduous track of trying to find this thing. Uh-huh. And I finally found something that is so good. And it's actually going to be delivered this week, and I'm so excited for her. And I told her, I go, I'm giving it to you before your birthday. I'm just letting you know. Is it the thing you asked me about before that you were looking for? I believe so. Oh, Oh, wow. Good. Nice. Yes, but I found, and it's a different version. I'll tell you guys off air. It's a different version of that, and it's going to work out perfectly. I think it's really going to be. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. So we'll see. Uh, Speaking of Seinfeld. Gio, I know you're not going to be able to follow along with this because Gio's never seen an episode of Seinfeld. But Variety chose what they believe are the uh, 20 best Seinfeld episodes of all time. I have the top 10 here. What are some of the ones you guys can think of? The contest. The contest. Soup Nazi. Soup Nazi Nazi comes in at number two, season seven. Uh, You know what Soup Nazi is. I don't have to tell you that. Uh, Mike, the contest, season four, the gang bet each each other on who could go the longest without uh, giving themselves a hand or being the master of their own domain. What about Uh, the one where uh, Kramer yells the N-word a bunch of (laughs) (laughs) times? That was actually, that was a special release. Uh, Um, uh, One of my favorites was the uh, second spitter. Oh, oh, that was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know the, if that made it. Was Keith Hernandez? Yeah, yeah. Keith Hernandez. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, so we have uh, 
Number 10 is the switch. Jerry wants to date the uh, his girlfriend's roommate. Yeah. Uh, and we learn that uh, Kramer's first name is Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, season 6 and number 9, the race, where Jerry dates the woman whose boss turns out to be an old high school rival. Where he has the race and uh, he wins because he cheated. He went first, whatever, and then pushes Elaine out of the way to get to the girl. <laughs> At the end, that's so great. Uh, number eight is The Strike, season nine, Festivus. Yeah. Uh, Festivus, Festivus. Arrest, where you find out that Kramer worked in the bagel shop 15 years <laughs> yeah. ago. Uh, the Outing, season four, the journalists think Jerry and George are gay. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Uh-huh. Uh, we said the contest was number six. The Parking Garage, season three, was great, where they, uh, it's, uh, the, uh, uh, they can't find uh, Kramer's car, and they're going around trying to find it and do all that stuff. Uh, the Chinese Restaurant. Season two, the gang waits for a table. Uh, also, one of the few episodes without Kramer actually in it. He was busy yelling the F word somewhere. <laughs> uh, number three, the library. Season three, the library cop. Remember the <laughs> while people are drawing peepees and wee wees yeah. in the back of the <laughs> Uh, number two was Soup Nazi, and number one is The Comeback, which was from season eight. Uh, George is so obsessed with getting back at a coworker who insulted him during a meeting, he flies to Ohio just to hit the guy with the jerk store called They're Out of You. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good. I, I got to tell you, I've been watching Seinfeld because it's on Comedy Central and I think TBS, and it's on Netflix, whatever, but I just happened to pop it on. It's still so good. Still funny. Yeah. Still, still funny. And, uh, and I I can literally say line for line every episode, and I know what's coming, but I still laugh every time. I know. It's just what's great about it is I don't know who's a better character, George or Kramer. Like, Kramer I love because he's just so original, but George, George is just so miserable. But then you it's have so many great. other ones. Newman is so great. Yeah, yeah. Newman's good. Elaine is great when she's pushing oh, she's people. She's the best. Putty is great yeah. where he's just staring off into space. Yeah. Grease monkey. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that term. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a, that truly is a, a one-of-a-kind show. You won't, you won't see that. Um, uh, I was thinking about it the other day, and we've talked about this on the show, but that show was so popular. Oh, yeah. So popular that Jerry Seinfeld was banging a 16-year-old and nobody, nobody talked about yeah. it. Howard Shoshana. Stern was the only one who talked about it. Nobody else cared. They were like, oh, Jerry Seinfeld's going to need looks a little bit young. Hey, good for him. That, that was it. Everybody yeah. was like, yeah. like, she's 16. And, uh, and that's, to me, if you're a Seinfeld and you can get any girl at that point at the height of that success and you're and you choose to go out with a 16-year-old, that means you have some sort of issue. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I, his name's going to pop up in this trial. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's that. Like, and she was hot, but there were plenty of other girls as hot as she was. I love when Jerry Seinfeld was on with Larry King after the uh, show ended yeah. and stuff. In uh, G- Larry King's, like in uh, whatever, how many seasons? Ten seasons, whatever, and then. Uh, you know, you got canceled, right? and he goes, "Do oh, you really yeah. think we got canceled?" Yeah. He goes, "Is that what you think?" He goes, "We're the biggest show in the world." But mm-hmm. he goes, "I stopped doing the show," and he goes, "Wow, that really got you upset, didn't it?" <laughs> he's like, "It was a big difference between getting canceled and going out at the height of your career." <laughs> so funny. Yeah, not a great name. Uh, all right, listen, take a break. We'll play some commercials. We still got a lot of things to get to. We still have football picks. Football from picks. Two weeks ago that we got to go over. Secret Santa. Secret Santa we got to do. Uh, there's a story about a guy exposing himself to not one, not two, but six. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. 
Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.